0: Hi everybody, I hope this post finds us all doing really well. This is number 15 of our covenant series of looking at the marriage covenant. And this is the last part of looking at our covenant between us and the Father. As of part 16, we're going to transition to looking the horizontal covenant between a man and a woman that have got married. And so the last part of part 15 is to look at the missional test. Last week we looked at the relational test around whom do we love. Do we love God more than we love ourselves and love other people? And this is about the missional test around who or what we are living for. Who is it that we are living for is it still ourselves are we all still about self are we still self-centered and we put ourselves at the forefront and the first of everything you know we can see this in the disciples lives when they walk with Jesus with James and John asking can we be at your right or your left hand side and so there's this inherent thing in us that if that doesn't get ripped out and crucified we will be living for ourselves ourselves We'll make it all about us and we'll give God our seconds, our third or our fourths, you know, the bits that we have left over rather than our best. So we're going to look at the missional test and you can say the relational test and the missional test is one big test. Two parts that go to making up one big test that you and I are to pass through the spirit. We are to love God with all our heart soul mind and strength and be loving people and we're also also supposed to be living with and for his will his kingdom not just doing our version of all that and so I want to look at Matthew 10 38 to 39 it says this and he who does not take up his cross we've all got a cross that we must take up You can't be holding on to someone else's or going along with someone else's. You've got your own cross to pick up. And follow after me is not worthy of me. You need to know what it is to follow him. Just attending church services, uh, church small groups, uh, singing songs, praying. That doesn't mean you're following him at all. A non-Christian can do all those things and they're not following Jesus. We need to know what it is to pick up our cross and we need to know what it is to follow him all through revelation. Otherwise, we're just going on a walkabout and doing our own thing, thinking we're following Christ and living for Christ. Our lives say so much about whether we are or not and the fruit of those lives. It says, he who has found his life will lose it. And he who has lost his life for my sake We'll find it only when we lose our lives for Christ's sake will we actually find the life we were predestined for. We can't bring the old life with us. This is not about going from bad to good or from good to better. This is about going from death to life and discovering a brand new eternal life in the person who is eternal life. So we're all going to live for someone or we're all going to live for something. So the question is who? Or what is it that you and I are currently living for? Just some questions for us. Is it still ourselves, like I've said? Are we still the center of our world, the center of our life? So We run through the lens of self, everything we're asked to become and everything we're asked to do. And if we don't see any value in it or any gain in it for us, we don't do it. Is it for another? Are you living for somebody else? Are you trying to live through your children or through your spouse or through a brother or sister or a friend? Do you live your life for somebody else? Is it for a career? Is it for your individual singular purpose or dream? Is it for your sport? Maybe it's to make money. Maybe it's to become famous. Maybe it's actually in serving and helping others, but it can still be self-centered and self-serving if you haven't lost your life for his sake and learnt what it is to do the will of God through the Spirit. 2 Corinthians six eleven to 12 our mouth has spoken freely to you this is Paul O Corinthians our heart is open wide listen to these words you are not restrained by us but you are restrained by your own affections. You, he's saying, are held in bondage to your own affections. Because you are all about you and living for you and everything is centered around you, you're actually in bondage to you. You are held by your own affections, the things you love, the things you live for, the things you long for. Those things actually become death to you and suck the life out of you because while you're trying to control them, you never can. And one little movement of those things out of the way spins you out of control. We need to take note of this because we are not to be constrained by our own affections. Jesus says, he who does not take up his cross and follow him cannot follow me. We don't know his purpose and his plan. He says, you're not worthy of me. I mean, this is extremely confronting words of Christ, which our spirit and life and they really do challenge the very essence of who has center stage in our hearts as i've said only those who have lost their life through the power of the resurrection can actually truly live this life out and start living for him the way he has designed not living for him really living for self thinking you're doing it his way when all you're doing is doing it your way and self-serving you it's critical that we know through revelation the will of of God, And the will of God isn't just running off and doing our own thing. Matthew 7, 21 makes this very clear. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father who is in heaven will enter. Many people are going to turn up and go, Lord, Lord. And they won't have done the will of the father. They may have prophesied. They may have cast out demons. They may have preached the gospel, but they haven't done the will of the father. People are taught that is the will of the Father, to heal the sick, cast out demons, make disciples. And an element of that is truth. But it is not the whole counsel. It is not the whole purpose. And unless I've said before, you've lost your life, you'll have no idea what the will of God is because you're not even looking for it because you're not spending the time for God to show you, you already think you've got it down. And that's a vital mistake that you are making and many other followers make. In the body of Christ, and I don't want anybody to hear these words. I don't know you, I know you didn't love me, and I know you took my name and did your own thing away from me. That's what followers are going to hear because, as we've talked about, the kingdom of heaven is not heaven, this is not a heaven and hell issue. This here is a millennial issue. So, the missional test of being made as a disciple and becoming like the disciple to every follower. This is our singular pursuit. To be made into the image of Christ must be every follower's singular pursuit above all things. If we're not in this, then we need to get in this. And if we're not in this and doing everything else, we are missing the mark guys. We are completely missing the mark which is sin. okay? It's from this position of being made it as a disciple that you can help other people be made as disciples. You don't make them. It's God's power. It's God's word. It's his spirit. It's his truth. But you walk beside them on this discipleship making process like he is making you. And you encourage all people to allow God to truly build them. You know, the parable of the talents is another parable, another example of the missional test where we see God give one man five talents, another two and another one. And the one with the five and the one with the two use it wisely. They invest with what God has given them into the will of God. But one man goes and buries the talent. He does nothing with it because ultimately he's afraid of the one that gave him the talent. And there are consequences for this. So there are consequences for not loving God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and not loving our neighbor as ourself. And there are consequences for not actually living for him and with him. We're not talking heaven and hell consequences. We're talking reward consequences. Burying our talent in the ground is no different to glorifying ourselves. You can have the man that buries his talent in the ground. You can have the man that looks like he's full on for God and he's busy for God. And they are both a position of flesh. Both of them are as bad as the other. One is not better than the other. They're both fleshly. They're both demonic. And so if this is us, we need to wake up because the one that's busy might look busy, but he's ultimately glorifying himself and not doing the will of the Father. So as we looked at in the relational test, there are consequences to those virgins, the parable of the virgins that never actually grew to the full stature and became complete and mature. And there are consequences when we don't use what God has given us through his grace to serve him and we serve ourselves or we bury them in the sand, in the dirt, and then we just give back to God what he gave us. The kingdom is always advancing. The kingdom is going from love to love to love, from joy to joy to joy, from peace to peace to peace. The kingdom is going from life to life to life. So if we're not growing, if we're not perpetually moving forward, there is something wrong with our operating system. We're saved, we're justified, but we're not in the process of transformation that God has through this thing called discipleship, which is sanctification through spirit and our faith in the truth. Some questions for us to consider. Why does God put this test in place for his people, this missional test? Why is losing and finding one's life so critical in this for who or what we're going to live for? How does not living for the Father's will on earth determine the life we can know now and in the age to come? And what is the Father's will? Have you taken the time and asked the Holy Spirit to show you so you can get on board? Faith and deeds. Our deeds are to be defined through our faith. If we don't have faith, We'll never do the deeds that have been predestined before the foundations of the earth. There is a relational test. There is a missional test. This one is about the missional test. Be encouraged. Be confronted. Allow the Holy Spirit to show you your true state. Because He wants to build you into the image of Son. So you can glorify His name. So the Father can be glorified. You can know the life He has for you. And a lost world can know Jesus was sent for them. We'll see you soon.